Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. In this episode, I want to sort of get what's off, get something off my chest, and it has to do with control. Control is a very important mental and spiritual practice. I think it's also the worst thing that has ever happened to us. And of course, we all know that words usually have two meanings or more or can be applied in a different amount of ways depending on context in which it's found i'm sure and so i think it's worth not as a footnote of like just being discussed in passing and, and being used in the middle of everything else but to really put this as a like a banner on top of this episode and sort of at the forefront of our thinking control is almost in a way a finished product I think the term has a lot to do with authority, as in when you're authoring things and when you're writing it and speaking it into existence, you don't want it contradicted or undermined. It's about power. It's about control. Uh, first and foremost, what sort of, sort of spurred me on to maybe talk about this is I was just sitting on the side of a sidewalk ready, waiting for my Uber, and I just sort of like took a... I just sort of lied on my back and sort of turned over and was just messing with my phone and stuff, you know, for the meanwhile, like it's no place where people are going to be trafficking, you know, they're not, there's no one walking here. I'm not blocking the way. I'm just here. But this guy comes up who's guarding the gates um, to the place I work at, right? I'm not even going to disclose where that is. But anyways, um, I was just sitting there waiting for my ride and he just comes up and asks me like, sir, are you okay? And I was like, yes. He's like, can you sit up for me? I don't want to sit up. I told you I'm okay. Uh, it's one thing if it's like, oh my gosh, is this guy keeled over? One thing you would check on him, maybe if you care, you know, of course, that would probably be the non-sociopathic thing to do, if I'm not mistaken. But it's almost like he didn't really care. It's just like, oh, I'm going to check this guy out. And like, I'm more concerned about the fact that this guy's lying down on cement than actually him being there at all, you know? And so as he takes steps away, I lie back down. He's like, could you remain sitting up for me? It's like, dude, I don't have a concussion, like whatever. So I sat back up and then I decided like, I don't really want to sit there anymore. I don't, you know, whatever. I don't want to sit behind this car that's sort of parked there by the gate. So I'm like, okay. So I, I get up and I move, you know, more toward the parking lot where the Uber might find me easily. And the parking lot's like kind of empty and there's no traffic. And... I, just, I sit down where it's safe, you know, where there's no parking spots kind of betwixt and in between, you know, and I'm sitting there just kind of blah, 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 just sitting there and a couple other personnel to come up and like, hey, uh, there's a lot of traffic here. I w sure wouldn't want you to get hurt, you know, like really, you know, it's, you know, on graduation day, there's a lot of traffic coming through like, well, that's Thursday. This is Wednesday one, you know, check your dates. But anyway. Thanks for your concern. And he told me, like, move over to that tree. And it's like, all right. So I go over to that tree and it's all wet on the grass and I can't sit down. Like, okay, I didn't want to get moved from here. Go over there to where it's harder to see me. And there's wet grass everywhere. So now I have to still sit on a parking lot. You know, like, it was just this whole thing where it's like, he didn't have to approach me. He didn't have to approach me. None of the, what they said made sense. They moved me to a place that was worse for me to not only my situation, but also I can't sit there. Uh, it was just like this thing and I'm thinking like, 
this is what control does. These are what uh, bad actors and clowns in costumes like to do. They have to come around and say, like, you can't do this, you can't do that, whatever. And people can't just let stuff happen. Everything's a threat now or everything's out of place, you know? It's very weird. Like, this is just how it is. So I thought, like, okay, control. Like, if this is happening in non-critical moments, how compelled will people be to try to control other moments that might be of a, of some sort of critical thing like you know uh i don't i don't know i can't come up with an example but i think you could catch my drift you know uh, when will it actually matter when does it actually start mattering for instance let's just bring up george floyd again should we fine let's bring that up he's a guy ate soup or something i don't even remember the particulars but the police showed up because someone called the cops on him because they thought that he was dining and dashing or he didn't he wasn't going to pay for his I can't remember what happened, but something about $20, right? And over this $20 or this meal jacking or I, I don't know what, the police show up there and forcedly, I don't even know by what, but it, it really doesn't matter to me. But essentially the videos kind of showed that he's, he's being detained in a very forceful manner, almost like out of the blue. Like, why is, almost like, why is this happening to me? And then he gets need to death it's suffocated by a knee his oxygen to his brain gets cut off whatever this you know just just the act and role of enforcing rule to some end is like so insanely detrimental up and over the fact of the rule that exists and what it would mean if you broke it just the act of wanting to control other people when they're not in line with your rules this whole idea. Now, that does not mean I am a complete anarchist and a complete anti-statist. That's not what I'm saying. Although, I think I criticize it more than I uphold it. But I do uphold it because, well, there needs to be an Apollonian shelf for which things exist so that we can carry on our transactional ways of being because that's what we do. Like I was having a discussion with coworkers and they were like, this guy stole a case of beer. And I would totally tell on him, you know, it's just, it's like, really, you would narc on this guy for a case of beer? Do you want to, do you even want to know how much beer and alcohol this guy has bought? I've probably purchased at least a thousand dollars worth of alcohol since I was 21 and I'm 31, which is a modest amount. I think probably somewhere around 1500 to 2000 actually, but Anyway, I'm, I'm just being conservative, you know, I don't know. And I'm not much of a drinker. For an American, for an American man, American American men drink a lot, you know. They're, they're right on up there with the French and the Germans, you know. Uh, so I'm thinking like, in this person's life, I wonder how much money has been either funneled through that store, that corporation, right? Or whatever's tied into this whole economic model. I don't know how it works, but <coughs> at any rate, this whole, the whole uh, stimulus of the entire economic footprint that this person's traversed, you can imagine that he has contributed probably at least at this point fifteen to $20,000 into that economy over his 30 years of being an adult. Let's just say he's 50, you know. Let's just say he's, he's spent about $1,000 on average per year being an alcoholic because that's what he is. You don't steal that unless you are. I mean, I don't know the guy, but let's be real. 
And so you want to enforce rules to the extent that you punish someone severely, maybe lock him up for a while, and he's suffering anyway. And he doesn't have much. And he's penalized to the nth degree just by in virtue of being him, you know? Well, that's his choice. Well, I don't know. I don't totally know. I don't know if I even agree with that. But even if it is, it's like, he's still suffering. It's still his hell, you know? And and just kind of on, on the the scales of being like, I like to look, I like to pan back as much as possible and consider one, you should not be stealing stuff. You should not be breaking social contracts. You should not be a parasite on other entities. Even if these entities get plenty of money and are going to have plenty of traffic and are fine, especially corporations in, in which, you know, distribute them and make them. It's just a little drop in the hat. It's, it's not even a, it'd be almost like me, like a quarter falling out of my pocket. Like, Am I going to like curse and rave against the fact that I lost a quarter? If someone stole a quarter, I'd be like, wow, what a do? Someone stole my quarter, which hits a little differently than just losing a quarter. I care less, but you put it in perspective, like, oh, someone stole a quarter. Oh, well, I guess they need a bubble gum. No biggie. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a big deal. I'm grateful for where I am, but you see how this works. You know, it's like this um, prevailing ethos where like, you got to just punish people to the nth degree for already being punished. It's just taking things seriously. It's like taking contracts too seriously. Honoring these contracts too much without giving a second thought. That's sort of what, you know, the command prompt of control and rule does. Because rules have to do with rulership. Rulership in this culture has to do with money. Cash rules. You've heard that in rap songs and other places. Cash rules. Yeah, it does. But I don't think it rules, bro. Totally rules. They're just sucking your energy out of you. And that's probably the reason why that guy's so depressed and why he drinks to begin with is because people suck energy out of him and he gets a little bit of money and then he uses that little bit of money to drink himself to death because his wife didn't want him. You know what I'm saying? Look, I don't mean to create waves or nothing, but this whole Christmas thing is stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> I'm like, but for real though, you know, I, I'm, I'm just grinching around a little, but uh, in all honesty... There's no chance in hell but to know that throughout humanity, there's been people almost innocently just kind of like taking stuff. You almost want to take pity on them, you know, it's it's whatever. But just over $20 worth of product, you know, you'll either get a knee to the jugular and die, or someone will tell on you and you'll go to jail or something for a few months. Or you get a hit on your record again, another misdemeanor charge. I mean, petty theft will probably be, I, I don't know what it is. I don't care to look into it, really. I think petty theft used to be misdemeanor. I think it's turning a lot more into an infraction. Good, you know? Let's not even have these on our records, you know, at some point. Like, I don't know if I even care that much. But what about just community correction, you know? That type of control, like, hey, maybe we should change our habits. Smack them upside the head, be like, yo, you don't need to be, chew you know, chewing tobacco and drinking your 12-pack watching NASCAR. You've already seen 300 NASCAR events in the past few years. You know, it's, it's like this obsession you have you know like you could put this in perspective like there's plenty of people like this you know you could probably think of a few yourself that do that it's like smack them on the on the back of the head and be like yo be there for your teenage son who you have almost zero connection with maybe you should control people that way tug at their heartstrings more rather than at their wallet their minds at their dignity and at their ability to actually transcend their position by ruining their life by telling on them, you know. So I don't know if this information is going to get passed along to one of my coworkers, but I don't really care at this point. I'm going to leave soon anyway, so. Uh, control. Well, control is sort of like Saturn on the um, 
the whole wheel of being. Saturn, the father, the, you know, the, the command, respect, uh, discipline. Are, do you have your stuff under control? And another thing is I, I felt like I've, I've been wildly out of control. I've had a hard time controlling myself. I have OCD. I have thoughts that fire off without my command. I have words that fall out of my gourd constantly without me really running it through the program. Like, should I do this? You know, control. Everything's so heavily controlled. Like, there's there's an employee coming into the gym. Like, uh, are there you know, um, female coming in? You know, like, uh oh, guys don't really care that much. Actually, it's no big deal. Just do your thing. You know, like we have nothing to do with each other anyway. Like we have our own lives. Like it doesn't matter that much. You know, like a few thousand years, a lot of us had penis sheaths and nothing else. I don't know what the big hangup is, you know, it's just like mind your own business. But yeah, like she said that and I'm like, oh, no, you know, oh, no, it's kind of signaled to her like, oh, no, you know, golly, you know, I might be failing, uh, uh, facing some legal repercussions if some people aren't warned. It's this, it's this, you know, I don't know. I, I believe in controlling that. There's consequences maybe to not controlling that to some extent, especially in today's society. We know how this is sexually. But still, you know, uh, you kind of catch my drift. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. Let's, let's look at it more conspiratorially, shall we? I saw an image the other day, and it's a series of companies. And it says, these are all owned by BlackRock. And you can wiki page BlackRock. Why don't you do that right now? Okay, welcome back. You know, there's Facebook, there's Tesla, Netflix, Union Pacific, Excel Energy, DuPont, Visa, Lowe's, Chevron, Amazon, Dow Chemical, ExxonMobil, Verizon, 3M, Cisco, Texas Instruments, Moderna, Pfizer, Blizzard Entertainment, Activision. I'm playing Diablo like right now. You know, that's Blizzard. CNN, MSNBC, Fox, right? They're all under the same umbrella, right? And under it, it says that this business, uh, this business is operated with artificial intelligence. It predicts and tells them what to do. What this sort of signals to me is a very deep depersonalization of all the forces that control the entire human economy in the United States. And elsewhere, for sure, right? And if, <laughs> and if the old man in the cave and everything, we don't have control anymore. We let this thing dictate, owned by this one entity who controls almost everything, and it's done through artificial means. Our hands are completely off the wheel, and we're being controlled at the same time by something that isn't even human. This is control. So, you know, I, I wonder, like, how much of this is just bothering the human will and spirit? What has this done to human beings? Because I can't seem to think straight anymore. I can't like calm down enough. My brain's all freaking weird. Everyone's dopamine's off. People need pills all the time. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. I'm just, would someone please email me some answers? Control is what they're into. You know, you think they're in the business of enlightening you? I don't fucking think so, right? I don't typically talk like this on this podcast, but... Sounds a little bit like we're kind of like 1984 in a way. And we know, like the example I've kind of put forth before, in the tarot card, there's the devil, and that represents Capricorn, and Capricorn's Saturn, Saturn's control. What do you see in the image? 
the twins, the lovers, right? Gemini, communication, the mind, communicating the mind, is in chains. Keeping our minds in chains. And I don't know how else to spin it for you, but I, without making a cogent, logically salient, like, argument, I've sort of rested my case. So... I don't know. Weird, weird things have been happening to me. Um, I haven't been on the mic in a while. Uh, I want to get on more. If you feel like donating me a little bit, it would help. Um, I've worked very hard on this stuff. It'd be kind of cool to get rewarded. I haven't gotten very much like at all. Like, don't even ask. Like, it's less than fifty. Let's just say that. Um, but I'm here for you primarily. But if you've gotten a lot of value out of this, just throw me some bones. It's patreon.com forward slash Solomon Stemple. And honestly, my situation wouldn't get monetized. I don't think. Either that or even if it did, I would—I don't know. I don't know what hoops I would have to jump through because I think people would start looking at my content at that point and would probably be like, yeah, we're going to drop you from sponsorship. Thank you. It'd be cool to get hundreds of listens every week instead of 13, 14, 15, sometimes. Usually it's um, around 30 a week, actually. But I've had, you know, I've had like 14 weeks before. Would be, would be kind of nice. You know, and for, 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 for good people to to show up and, and help the underprivileged, <laughs> like, wouldn't it be nice? But I digress from the whole thing anyway. You know, it's it's whatever. It's, it's neither here nor there. I think if, 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 if you've been here for a while, maybe you should. Just a little bit. All right, I'm done begging. That in itself is almost like a little bit of emotional portion. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's sort of the short and tall of all that. But I, I do know that um, without a sense of constraint and pressure that uh, sometimes things don't really manifest in what they need to without sort of getting a little bit of a fire lit and having um, that true sense of focus and like identifying that it's important to like pay attention and to like invest in, you know, controlling and disciplining yourself into things. Or even creating bad, you know, good habits and stuff. It's kind of a force of will, you know, a way of a constraint or a restraint. It's an ain't, I know that much. Which in and of itself, I suppose, should be rewarded. Just like the constraint against cheating. The constraint, you know, to do the right things, I suppose. To uphold an agreement to be transactional and not uh, parasitic. If you have control, my guess is you're going to write the rules. And these rules are going to in a way, uh, do what they will. And what they will do is sort of uh, tie people's hands for the most part, because it is about binding. That's what contracts are, they bind you. However, as, as I did go over it before, I think um, it's, it'd be good to revisit the whole uh, idea of um, Saturn, how it relates to Capricorn in its binding nature, or in its constraints, in, in, father time, in a father time sense. It's when you spend time in a particular arena, you contract a culture and this culture is sort of biological in a sense it's like a virus almost like you're in a germplasm you're you're in you know <laughs> mentally um what's been going around like how things go histories uh the whole energy signature of the thing is when you're like at a job it's like the, the bonds you're making the information you're learning the kinds of people that are there and what experience they have are sort of trickling around and they're hitting you and it's the same for you as well when you're in it or in a culture 
you're in a space and that space and culture is defined. It says over here, we are this over there. You are not this. You're something else. You're part of a different culture or a nation. And when you spend time in it, this organism, this body organism, this body politic in a sense feeds off each other. They become sort of one entity. They call themselves, we're a part of this subculture. We're part of this culture. We're encased in this physically together. And the more time you spend there, the more you start ascending within it, you become stronger within that plasma. Uh, when you conform to it, in a sense. And I don't mean conformity in like, ooh, conformist. I mean like, you are going along with whatever dance is happening in that place, is what I mean. <laughs> you know? You're breathing in the same air, too, right? And so in a way, um, humans create culture. Culture is almost everything that humans are creating and doing. Um, it is based on men mentalism. It's real. It's reality. Um, but we do know that this, in and of itself, it, even though it is part and parcel to reality, it's an art form, and it has its... Its influence and power permeates and trickles down from high. And most of what I'm talking about. Rules are interpreted. The justice system and judges and the philosophies of attorneys and all these other entities, you know. All this stuff within a society is cultural as well. It's not written, I mean, in a more biblical sense, I suppose it is written by God or it's etched in, you know. <laughs> and Moses is like, yo, God's commandments, right? And some would be like, okay, whatever you say, you control the globe, right? But other people have a different relativity of space of mind. So it's kind of hard to imagine that everyone has their own ability for self-determination when there's such heavy pressure against it. And the fact that all this stuff is working against us to have that, and it is owned and controlled by entities that we don't know, we don't know who they are, it's hard to say what the common threads are truly made of because a lot of people insist that a lot of this stuff that permeates all throughout the society and humanity in the world now because we're the most powerful nation in the world militaristically, which is, hey, we got tons of guns, so don't fuck up the way we don't want you to or we're going to kill you, you know, uh, sort of. What some of the plan is actually about Um it seems like the fact that these entities are very thoroughly aware of of what is being said and how it's being said, representative of its company and ownership, right? It's it's controlling actors within it and it's scripting it and it's aware of everything that's happening in it. It's being watched constantly. MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, so forth. And then there's all that other stuff and it's all threaded together and it's like, well, there's supposed to be two different other ends of things going after each other, but... It kind of seems like those things are almost feeding into each other in order to create the same problems over and over again so that nothing actually changes for the better. It would sort of overthrow a lot of the working scenarios the control of history is sort of about is this, is this uh, dichotomy being kept. And whether they're doing it consciously or whatever actors are doing it on purpose or is it completely authentic and it just so happens to create this reality is this the natural order actually kind of showing up and it's manifesting in this terrible way and we got to sort of like break these structures up a little bit or change them so that they suit 
everyone's sanity? It's quite obvious to me that um, if you have an entity that's connected in with the government and legislation is sort of directly influenced into with the media and with business and everything, they're all tied together. There's nothing separate there. And they all relate back to these two puppet figurines that are getting dangled in front of us every single time this last century, right? We know who's going to win. Ooh, what a surprise. People don't actually vote for what they want. They vote who's on TV, owned by BlackRock, those same media outlets. Huh, kind of funny. Almost like the puppet show is directly sponsored, and no one sees it as a puppet show. And they're the puppets. And they're sending their, you know, post-adolescent men over somewhere to go murder some folks they don't know. Kind of sounds like manipulation to me. I'm not sure. I have to think about that a little bit more. And so we look at this entity and we're like, you know, we should not be existing in this kind of way. Seems like the Wizard of Oz on crack. Like, we're supposed to be, like, fearing this and respecting it to the nth degree of law and everything and in a political necessity. But, and yet we, I don't know, we're getting, we're getting threatened by airborne viruses and millions of of men are dying and these and, and these people tend to be dedicated religious folks you know where their spirituality is not only getting um leveled out but their minds are getting twisted and they're becoming violent and scared and it's all rightfully so i don't blame anyone actually right I know a lot of these people. I grew up in that culture. I was one of these people. You know, the government is sort of a death cult and it's a money cult. You know, I, I'm just doing the same thing over again. I'm just sort of pitching it to you in a different way, but that's kind of it. And that these, these optimal situations are getting carried out by robotics now. And that that's supposed to be optimal, even though what they have been doing is what they have been doing. And they don't want to do it any other ways, but they're letting some program called AI. I don't even know who's programming it. I don't even know. Uh, that's so passive. We're already so passive and convenient about everything. Like, hey, we got the most optimal solutions now. Presco. Everyone's like, oh yeah, of course. Okay, well, can everyone now see how that was made? Because it was made, right? Uh, I, I don't even understand that. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think you see what I mean. Like, so you're going to give up your control now, but you're going to give it up over to things that can't think and feel themselves based on what inf information information isn't alive necessarily. Not completely. We're just going to stop there. We'll just chew on that. Well, thanks for showing up and I hope you come in next time.